Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Bubble on the island! Oh my gosh, <laughs> this episode, guys, come on, it smacked us in the face with new people, people leaving, money's flying out of our pockets. My name is Mike Thielen. You know you're here to join us for the after show for Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. This is season one, guys, and it's already going crazy. I'm sure bet that they're going to have a season two, but we are here to break down everything about episode six. Glad to see you back. Who you've been riding with us for the entire time. If you have for this show, you know the rest of my panel, the illustrious Jesse Zayner. Hey, guys. Join us in the live chat. We're in there now. Let us know what your thoughts are on this episode. Of course, we still have Kelsey. Hey, so excited to be here. <laughs> We're all still in quarantine. We still have Tori. Yes, I'm still present, still here with you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about this show right now because I think episode four or five, I think was kind of like the lull. And I think we're back up to the, you know, the crescendo mm-hmm. of the ending. Mm-hmm. And of course, you've been watching our shows. You know, we're going to go plot point by plot point, break down this episode. But first, we're going to go back around reverse order and get everybody's overall thoughts. Tori, what did you think about these new people and the people leaving overall thoughts episode six? You guys know that I was not here for the grenades coming to the island. And honestly, I'm still not Um, in this. I just feel like they're not adding anything. I feel like I just feel like connections have already been made and we only have what, like four more episodes to go. So it's kind of like uh, you guys are like super late to the party. And then it doesn't seem (laughs) like any of them want to follow the rules anyway or even want to try. So I'm just kind of like, uh, why did you guys even come? Yeah, Kelsey. I'm right there with you. I'm like, okay we're all really getting along right now everyone's doing really well but i'm here and i'm what's going on no (laughs) so i was excited about the grenades i was excited about our girl getting kicked off bye-bye Haley. and you know i was sad about matt leaving but it was really cute how much they all cared about him i loved that so we'll get into that all but i love it awesome jesse I mean, I'm kind of with you guys. I was not really excited about them coming in. I agree. There's not much time left. So like, what's the point of bringing them in? I guess maybe to test the other relationships, but I don't really have a strong feeling for any of them, like either way. So I just feel like it's kind of pointless. I love the current group that we have now. I wasn't Mm -hmm. so sure at the beginning of this, but now that everyone's like forming these bonds, I'm like here for it. And I just want it to be the normal people. Yeah. I know what you guys are saying, but in reality, we only had two couples, right? Nicole's not doing anything. Chloe's barely doing anything. David's not doing anything. So Matt's definitely not doing anything. And Nora's Kels, right? So if yeah. no new people come in, chances aren't really good that those people are all going to get together. I'm bummed out that they didn't first come and consult with the four of us. Cause I think our original idea for the grenades is way better that they win money. If they're able to get the people to lose money, like there should be some gameplay. Element I agree. Yeah. That I would be a lot more fun, but guys, let's get into the whole thing. We'll start at the top. Boom. Okay. <sighs> we ended last episode on a cliffhanger. Are Francesca mm. and Harry going to get back together? 
Not much of a surprise. Of course they do. But he's got some conditions. Jesse, these are hard and fast rules that Harry is about <laughs> to live by for this new relationship. Right. He's got to give Shocker. 110%, which yeah. is really impossible. But who cares? 110%. They have to communicate. And then they're not going to break any rules. And she agrees to this. Okay, fine. Um, Kells feels bad about it. He's not pun- Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Francesca says Kells is going to feel bad about this, but as long as he doesn't lose any money, he should be fine because Kells is on the right track. That's really what he cares most about. Um, and of course, because of this advancement in the relationship, they get a green light. They go through stages in this episode, but Jesse, how are you feeling at them right now at the green light point? So at the green light point, I was really shocked because my prediction for this episode was that they were going to mess up. And to hear Harry say that, actually like the whole... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline conversation they had I was like surprised by because I just didn't think Carrie was like possible of having that type of conversation with somebody so when he's like (laughs) give it 110 percent I was like yeah let's do this and when he's like I don't want to break any more rules I thought that was really like nice and I'm like slowly coming around to Harry because I was not a huge fan of him but now I am now I want them to work this out so I was happy at this point I thought it was a genuine connection I like the green light came on so I'm excited for them at this point Kelsey did Harry mature overnight he did. I mean, <laughs> homeboy went like 360. I'm like, wait, who's this new man? Who's this new guy? I was proud of him. I, Jess, I feel like I feel the way you do about Harry, about Francesca. Like Harry, mm-hmm. I've always kind of known. I'm like, you know, he has a good little heart in him. Francesca, I was not so sure about. But I think that they both proved themselves. Yes, Harry matured overnight. That was strange. But I mean, I was proud of him, regardless of how long it takes you. He did yeah. it, you know? Or are so you feeling that? I was proud. Yeah, same. I wasn't, I mean, like, uh, I didn't really care for either of them, but I kind of liked them together because they were able to kind of get to this point. And I also want to point out, you see how Francesca was able to talk about her feelings after she consulted Rhonda, because sometimes I do feel like Kaylee was kind of like holding her back and just telling her, like, forget all of them, just do what you want to do, which, of course, like, live your life here on an individual, but not at someone else's expense. And I feel like once she had that talk with Rhonda, she realized it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay Mm -hmm. to, like, catch feel catch feelings in this type of experience like you mm-hmm. don't have to just you know run over everybody or hurt people's feelings like sure. you can actually mm-hmm. be a, an adult about it and so I was yeah. really glad that she consulted Rhonda because right after that they she was able to have that conversation with Harry and you can see where that gets you like when you're not forcing or you're not just trying to play the game you can actually receive the benefits which in this case was the green light mm-hmm. right right I'm thankful for the fact that we have night vision cameras in the bedroom and we got to see (laughs) David having a conference, somebody (laughs) about personal growth. He's doing great, at least mentally in his sleep. That's fantastic. And of course we come to this, this is the the foreshadowing, right? Matt has, (laughs) Matt has said he's grown a lot, a lot of inner peace. I don't know about that, but he says so. But uh, as far as the sexual stuff and some kind of intimate connection, there's nobody here for him right now. And Lana reassures him to, you know, 
don't worry, like, don't give up, right? So he says, okay, he gives her a kiss. And then, of course, we find out retroactively by overhearing on the girls, too much was going on the previous night with Harry and Francesca. And see, we didn't get to see last episode, but Lana gathered them all to the palapa, told Haley, you are sucking at this and you have to leave now. (laughs) And she wasn't even graceful on her exit, Kelsey. I was just like, girl, I mean, honestly, I'm not. Are we? Are any of us surprised? No, no. I was not shocked. And Harry, didn't Harry said that he hates her or something like that? Uh, somebody. I mean, it was, it was, someone was like, bye-bye. And no, she, it was time for her to go. And Lana agreed. And I was happy. I was like, see you later, sister. You're not growing. There's no chance in hell you're going to grow if you haven't done anything so far. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to beat this to death, but she said, you know, everybody but Francesca sucks. And then she was kind of out there. I mean, I'd throw to you guys, but everybody's pretty much on the same page, right? Like good riddance. She had a free vacation and could have just been happy and nice and none of it really made sense. So more exciting. Let's just, Haley's done. Haley's in our background too. Let's get to the more fun. We get a boat coming up, right? Three new people are new grenades. Okay, let's go around super quick. Let's introduce them and let's go around. We're going to start with Tori. Tori, we get Lydia, Corey, and Madison. Initial thoughts on these three newbies. I want them to get back on the boat and go back home. <laughs> um, it was just, I mean, okay. I have to give them the benefit of the doubt because I feel like everybody gets a super sucky intro. Like everyone just mm-hmm. seems like a terrible person when they first come on the show. So I couldn't, I was trying not to judge them based off of that, but I was just looking at the screen like, could y'all please just go? Like, could you just go? It just seemed like even after the introduction, but once they kind of got to know everyone, it was kind of like mingling around it just seemed like nobody, none of them were looking for a genuine connection. They were just looking to break the rules. Like even Corey kind of comes off that he's going to try to play the game to where he's going to fake a genuine connection just so he can get a green light or just so he can convince someone to break the rules with him. And that's right. immature. And I feel like with the level mm-hmm. of growing that everyone has tried to do, I'm, they didn't like, you know, become world leaders overnight but they did at least try to grow a little bit and I feel like that's just not the energy that we need from any of them and I just I want them to go back and I know they're here to stay into the finale but I don't want them there (laughs) (laughs) Jesse I mean what do you think what Tori's saying is correct but if we remember back none of our original 10 got a good intro edit whatsoever and I even marked down there's there's no point not to talk about it now but for me the biggest turnaround has been Bryce like from mm-hmm. his intro, yeah. it was like, huh. And then when he kind of graciously said no problem to um, Chloe later, I, I was like, this guy actually doesn't seem so bad now. Yeah. So they got their intro edit. What did you think of the new people? I mean, the, the intros for these people are absolutely terrible. Like yeah. every single person that's come on, I've been like, oh my God, I can't stand you. But then as you get to know them, they're like definitely more lovable, right? And mm-hmm. I think all of these three got less of a harsh um, initial like interview oh. or introduction than Bryce did. Um, but I did really think that they were coming in to destroy things. Cause like the, mm-hmm. the narrator was like, oh, they already know the rules. So I'm like, oh, are they not telling us something? I thought for sure it was yeah. going to be our prediction of they were going to come in and try to stir stuff up. And that was like their point. So I was a little disappointed that that was not the reason they were coming in. Yeah. I feel like next season two, there needs to be two islands and like Ooh, the money yes. this one loses, they get or it's gonna Ooh, be something like that. Kelsey, what do you think of our new good. people? You know, I was here for Corey. I think he's hot. So Ooh, I was like, yes. Uh, but then he started talking and I was like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, no, no, no. But 
when they first came in, I mean, I feel like I felt the same way you guys all did. I was like, dang, we're all starting to get along. But then also this is reality. So I was like, I'm here for this drama. I'm ready. I mean, what did we all say? There was a couple episodes ago that we were like, nothing's happening. This is boring. Now it's not. So can we just talk about a... Um, something we got in the live chat. Amy oh. Wee says this show is a hot mess, but also side note, can you imagine if Jessica from Love Is Blind is on it? So imagine Love Jessica girl. rolling oh. up on the please. boat. Oh please. my gosh! Please no. and Mark, no. both of them I, together. I would love it. I would. I would love that. Oh my god, that'd be <laughs> fantastic. No Jessica, no that'd Jessica. Fantastic. So Kelsey, you liked Corey right off the bat. You were like, <laughs> Corey know. is for me, and then he oh started talking, and then you were like, Oh, he's perfect for Chloe. Never mind. Basically. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, okay. when, she, when she said that they're um, intellectual, like they match on that oh, level, yeah. I was like, honey, mm-hmm. have a little more faith in yourself. You know, it's like, girl. I mean, have some more faith in yourself, but at least she's self-aware. She knows Same. what she's doing. Yes, with. I believe she yeah. that's mm-hmm. th- that. There's something that's endearing about that. She's like, dude, totally. I'm, I'm not smart. Don't tell the new people that right. I'm dumb right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Like, at least she's owning it, right? You can, True. You can read more and, and get better. True. We know Lydia's an MMA girl. Corey thinks the birds are looking fit, and that's fantastic. Also, I wanted to chime in right here. If anybody caught, Chloe is constantly looking for a geezer, right? A geezer, Mm. geezer, geezer. Two of the three new people are from the UK. I thought that was pretty interesting that Mm -hmm. the casting is hard in UK. Maybe that's a very, like, crappy American-centric view that I have, because I'm American, and I figured this is an American show. Um, But I thought that was interesting, and I actually took the five minutes to look it up. In the UK, geezer means, like, bro for us. Means, like, Jersey Shore bro kind of dude. Anyway, so it's not old man. In the US, geezer means really old guy. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, was, <laughs> so you were like, oh, she just wants someone well, with a eye I, I figured it was an old guy, but I thought, like, what does this actually mean to them? So That's we didn't check it. Matt and his, uh, oh, yes, Matt. Poor Matt. Okay, so let's look at this plot point. We know in the beginning, Matt said he wasn't connecting with anybody intimately, sexually. Then he sees Madison and seemingly is really into her. So fantastic. And for the record, Dave was really into Lydia right away, and Corey was feeling Francesca and Chloe. Okay, let's get that out of the way. They have their little party getting to know you. Matt starts kicking it to Madison with his a bird can't fly if they don't let go of the branch stuff and, and all this other nonsense. And then Tori, he basically just gets up and goes away. <laughs> yeah he jeez uh, that conversation was so awkward to watch like it was probably the most awkward conversation that we've seen on this show he was just like it seemed like he was trying to talk through something that like he's learned and she was just there like it really wasn't a conversation but I also like the fact that they weren't really trying to force to find a connection like because he could definitely could have been like okay I haven't found a connection with anybody on this island yet there's two more women here let me try to like get this green light and see yeah. which one of them but he was just kind of like yeah i'm gonna just go <laughs> like it's just well, let me, no let point me follow up on that. does it seem like matt has no game or is yeah. is he not good at talking to girls evidently or like what do you think it actually was because that conversation to me was way more awkward than it would even need to be i could talk to a complete stranger i'm not attracted to and whatever 
Yeah, I honestly think that his mind was made up before he had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that conversation was kind of like, okay, like, you know, like when you're, I don't know, you're at like a party or something and you genuinely don't want to be there, but you're like, let me at least like try to waste the time by talking to someone. And you're just like, I cannot even muster up the energy to do that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think he already mentally was off that island. Like, I think yeah. he was kind of already like, my bags are already packed. I know tomorrow in the morning I'm going to leave, but let me try to like make the most out of this night type of thing. And I think that's why the conversation came off so awkward because I think he already wasn't in it. Like, I think if he, maybe if it was like earlier in the series and like she had just been there, like when they all got there at the same time, maybe it would have been a little bit better. Just because like from the other conversations that he's been having, just like platonic conversations, you can tell he's really easy to talk to. And when he um, decided to leave, everyone was kind of like, no, like, I love talking to him. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I think that kind of like confirmed that he can mm-hmm. talk to people. It's just that conversation was off. I mean, you know, see, are we, are we sad about this? That, you know, the two new girls came and he got nothing out of it. Cause we all seem to like Matt. You know, I kind of felt badly for him, but I agree with Tori. I don't think that he was really trying. I think that he has his mind made so up on what he looks for in a person and his type that when he when she said that she was spiritual she wanted a spiritual connection like his 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 antennas went up but then when they spoke for like two seconds and he was like nah so he was he was just checked out so I did feel badly for him but then again I grew with Tori I think he his mind was already made up and they didn't connect right off the bat so he was like man I wish he would have put in a little more effort because mm. you never know but I think he was just done and since we're talking about it, we might as well just skip forward. We know that uh, once again, they end up in the Palapa. We'll talk about their penalty and stuff like that. But um, Matt just gets up, says something to the camera about sometimes the best way for a teacher to teach is to leave. And I was like, are you the teacher? You're right, just right. one of the people yeah. here too. Um, and then says he needs to leave. Everybody is sad. Kells is very sad and says, you know, this must be how the disciples felt when Jesus left. And I thought, wow, we're going really religious with this. Plus, no, you know, no politics or religion. I'm not trying to, there's no preaching or anything going on, but Jesus definitely died. He didn't just like peace out back to the States off of the reality show Island. And so he came the same back thing. on that third day. Maybe <laughs> Matt will come back. That would be amazing. I mean, yeah, crazy. I, I I hate this. And anybody who watches me on AfterBuzz and watches Survivor and stuff, I hate it when people quit. Uh, there's no yeah. reason that Matt, you know, Matt went through the whole process. He got cast. There's no reason why he shouldn't stay, have a good time, learn more about himself since he already, you know, seemingly is. Right. Help other people, be a sounding board, be a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of enjoyment and stuff I think he could have got. So I was yeah. just disappointed, Jesse. I feel the same exact way. I mean, I know that everybody's not coupled up, but they're still doing these workshops that help them learn about themselves. So he could have stayed, learned a little bit more about himself, continued his friendships with these people, and then left as a better person. I mean, I still think everybody's leaving as a better person, but like, why not stick around, finish it out, you know, learn the most that you can, get the most you can out of it, maybe make some money too. So I was sad to see him go. Everybody was crying. I felt bad too. So I'm sad he's Mm -hmm. gone. He seemed like a really good guy. I mean, yeah. his DMs are probably flooded right now. So I'm sure, I'm sure. he's going to do fine. No problem. <laughs> but uh, I think he deserved to stay on the show. Anyway, yeah. he decided to self-eliminate. And uh, at least, I guess if you're going to be eliminated, go out on your own terms. But let's yeah. rewind it back. After yeah. Matt had that awkward conversation, 
Chloe taking that initiative takes new dude Corey to the bathroom, <laughs> says, teach me how to dance, whatever. Oh, um, yeah. She knows they're both not the brightest bulbs ever. And, you know, it looks like he wants to kiss and she's trying to kind of play it cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see kind of where that goes. More interestingly, I want to move on because, because supposedly they got the green light and like their relationship is really progressing, right? <laughs> Harry yeah. and Francesca get invited to what we're still calling the fantasy suites, I think, right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. They're still getting the fantasy suite. That's awesome. And <laughs> they get to go to the fantasy suite. Um, even right off the bat when they get in there, they seem to be pretty on the same page of not breaking the rules. Um, but what I didn't understand, and chime in on this real quick, Kelsey, it seems to me like already the two of them are sleeping together, right? In the bedroom, if they're not breaking rules in the group bedroom, then this fantasy private suite, there's nothing that different to it if you're not going to break the rules anyway, right? You know, I totally agree. And my one thought that I was like, the only thing different there was the alcohol, you know, it was Mm -hmm. alcohol and it was like, almost the pressure behind it because Mm. when they're sleeping in the same bed with everyone it's like everyone's there right they're like you know what they're all doing they're not none of them are doing it so we can follow that too when it's just the two of them I mean were you guys shocked no No. I wasn't shocked but they held out for like what seemed like five minutes and then turned around so maybe five yeah I was a little bummed for them because I was like dang like good for you guys and then they all talk about how it strengthened their relationship. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I mean, Tori, as soon as they got the invitation to the fantasy suite, did you think this was over? Rules done? I was like, okay, well, these like, this promise that you guys just kept about not breaking the rules is out the window. Cause like, like Kelsey said, they held out for maybe a total of five minutes and that (laughs) is honestly being nice. But I mean, I I guess I understand just with the whole like bed thing. Cause that's a whole different level of privacy I think mm-hmm. on the island and in the shared beds everything that you do there's a possibility that somebody's walking around the corner or right. getting into the next bed across from you and things like that so I think it's just like the privacy that they haven't been necessarily granted as a couple that adds like a whole different layer mm-hmm. you know like just kind of being able to just be with that person not worry about any distractions or what somebody else is doing or whatever so I right. just knew I, I knew I was kind of I wasn't surprised that they went all the way, but at the same time, I was wondering if they were going to like kind of do some things, but not all like Rhonda and Sharon did just to kind of like balance out. Like we're going to spend money, but we're not going to break the bank type of thing. But um, they didn't care about the money. So (laughs) Jesse, did you think it was a wrap right away? Or did you think they were going to hold true to this 110% no rule breaking? So at the end of episode five, I was like, oh, they're definitely going to go to this fantasy suite and they're going to ruin it for everybody. But when Harry was like, I don't want to break any more rules. I was like, okay, they're going to be good. They're going to be fine. I was kind of disappointed because I was like, man, I knew they were going to break the rules, but they didn't. But as soon as they started drinking, I'm like, well, now they're (laughs) definitely going to come on. Like another problem, another rule broken. Well, we know they went all the way. Sexy time achieved and they come (laughs) back and it's a little bit except for Kells, we'll leave Kells out of it, right? Because Kells is the real money man. It seems mm-hmm. like everybody else almost was excited and accepting of it because of the mm-hmm. whole, we're just making such a great connection. And we felt like this is the time in our relationship to take it to that level. And so yeah. no one seemed to really get angry at them, possibly because they don't actually know the cost of it yet. 
right? So they're still kind of happy, but they're not sure yet. And they've only been told in separate groups. We do get before the big reveal, Chloe rolling up on Bryce and telling him that uh, she's not really feeling it. And it seemed like he knew too. Um, Kelsey, were you real sad for either of them? I thought it was kind of like a non-issue really. It seemed like, you know, I agree. And I also agree with what you said earlier with, I was really proud of Bryce. I think he got a nasty, nasty intro that we were all like, we hate you. Yeah. <laughs> and this actually really, I thought was redeeming for him. I was like, Oh, Bryce does have a little heart in there. Like that was, that was really cool. And I thought it was cool of Chloe too, to actually like confront him versus being kind of Francesca esque about it and just going to like how she just went to Kells. So I thought they were both mature about it, but I agree. It was kind of a non-issue. It didn't really seem to be progressing. And instead of just like fully avoiding him, she chatted with him about it and he was kind. So I was like, oh, good for you guys. Good for you. Yeah, Jesse, were you sad for Bryce? Yeah, I was kind of. I mean, I, I appreciate Chloe going to him and I agree with Kelsey. Like he got the worst intro. I could not stand him. And now I'm a Bryce yeah. fan and I'm like, oh, he's so nice. Like what a nice guy. <laughs> so I was sad yeah. for him, but you know, whatever. See, I think... Uh... I just have this gut feeling that the producers and casting or whatever got these kids so revved up, like so (laughs) beyond revved up that this was just sex island and, you know, super clothing optional. Everybody's just going to go. There's zero repercut. You can't get pregnant on this island. There's a dome, (laughs) an alien technology or like just go for it. Um, So they really went for it in all their intros. And I think what we're seeing over and over again, Tori chime in is that from their initial edit, it takes like maybe three days for them to realize, Whoa, this isn't what I thought. Okay. I can go back to being a normal person. Maybe I can actually Mm -hmm. go back to being how I truly am instead of putting on this front for this reality show. That's all about sex. I can just be the normal person I am. And it's not, you know, so outlandish. Yeah, I definitely agree. I guess in these intros, they were just kind of like lead with sex first, like just lead with your sex life and really amp it up, which of course makes us all wonder. And I think we've already talked about this, like what show they thought they were signing up for. Um, But like you said, I think it takes them a minute to be like, okay, we're actually here for something completely different. And whether I like it or not, this is the show that I'm on. So I can either, you know, agree to the terms and actually give this a try, or I can get on the next boat with Haley. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Yeah. She, even though she wouldn't uh, want to see you, uh, yeah, she has to have her own private boat, I'm sure. So we get I'd rather to the bunk pol- with Matt. You would bunk with Matt. Yeah. Same. Matt. Matt's probably sailing or doing his own canoe that he made by hand yeah. off of the island, yeah. something like that. Uh, we get everybody back to the Palapa for the big reveal. Sex costs twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I called it. I was yelling at my TV like it's twenty k. I and then when they told us, I was like, oh. Good job, $20,000, which brings their total down to 55K. And speaking of Mr. 180 degree turnaround, your boy Bryce very astutely realizes that they're about to have $0 left by the end of this. And kind of like what we were saying last episode, if this trend continues for a couple more days, they're going to probably reach that breaking point because now there's 12 or so of them or whatever mm-hmm. and divided mm-hmm. up and after taxes, they're getting to be like nothing. So just nothing. go for it and have fun, right? By the end, we have our next pair. Sorry, a couple, a couple pairs here. Lydia and David getting closer and closer. 
Let's mm-hmm. go around super quick. Tori, how do you feel about this couple? I like David. I want him to get a shot at something. Um, I like David. I want the best for him. I just not am not convinced that Lydia is the best for him. <laughs> um, well, one, I was taken aback because he was like, you know, she's dark skinned. And I was just looking at the screen like, you're like, is she? She's tan. What if, I was like, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what he would classify me as, but okay. Um, but I think, and like I said, it, it sucked because this is also the same episode that we're being introduced to Lydia. So I right. could definitely just be like judging her as a person based off her intro, which I know is not the best thing to do with this situation. And that's probably why I'm just not here for it because I'm just kind of like I don't know if you're really here to follow the rules and David as we've seen he's super into this journey he's like becoming a better person he wants to actually build a connection if it comes and I just would hate if he was putting his put in a situation where the other person wasn't feeling the same way and so mm-hmm. I'm kind of like skeptical because I really don't want David to get hurt like if it, if it was like Corey and Lydia I'd be like oh yeah have that because you guys yeah. have the same like goals here but David I'm like I want to just protect him like no <laughs> It's interesting you say that because it seems like neither of the two new girls were into Corey. So they had like a mm-hmm. pact on the boat. Like, let's mm-hmm. go find that. Like we don't date each other or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelsey, what did you think? Just like Tori said, Lydia hasn't gotten over the three day hump of realizing she could be a normal person yet. But how are you feeling about this pat- matchup? I'm not happy either. And I agree with Tori. <laughs> it's like, I think maybe... I mean, obviously we're judging based off of what we know, which is barely anything about her. But I think that David almost was like hoping so much that he would have a connection with one of these new people since that mm-hmm. is what he's lacking currently. So he almost kind of just like jumped ahead of the game. He's like, yeah, oh yeah, I think, I think I'm attracted to her. And now he's just getting so like, he's going head, like head over heels into it and she just doesn't care. And I'm like, no, that's not the point. So I hope that he still stays true to himself but I want to protect yeah. him too. I'm like, David. And maybe Lydia will end up being amazing. Maybe he'll help her, you know? So I yeah. hope the best. But Je- Jesse, do you see Lydia working out? Is she going to? I mean, I don't know. I don't know her well enough because again, the intros for these people are so terrible. I love David. So like, I'm really hoping that this works out for him if this is truly what he wants. But I kind of also agree with Kelsey. Like is, well, I don't, I don't know if I agree, but I'm just wondering the same thing. Like, is he just jumping into this because there's two new girls and he just picked her Mm -hmm. instead of Madison because those are the only two girls left that he, you know, that he thinks that he might possibly be able to make a connection with. Yep. Absolutely. Well, We'll see. They're kind of on a little bit of a, a slow crawl into relationshipy mm-hmm. stuff, but Chloe and Corey definitely are not. Chloe, of course, first talks to Nicole about sex faces and noises and stuff like that. <laughs> Nicole needs to talk to some dudes, okay? Because she is mm-hmm. not playing the game whatsoever. So they talk about that, and then you know, Chloe really says that she's really fancying. Corey <laughs> and uh they kind of go out and canoodle around and blah 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 and end up kissing so they've cost the group another three thousand dollars yeah Mike your guess is not looking good right now my guess your money guess um well <laughs> I said 50 right so now after that they're at 52 so yeah we got two more episodes I don't know everybody could follow Matt's lead and, and fall and become nuns and priests and just become celibate for the rest of it, possibly. But you're right, it's not looking good. But I'll throw it right back to you. What do you think of this new pair? Is this Chloe Speed? Is this going to work? I think it will work. But I also don't think that 
I mean, of course, said it right from the beginning that he will fake a genuine connection. And I don't think Lana buys BS. So I think that unless they get put in that fantasy suite, which I don't think will happen, I don't know if they'll fully like end up hooking up. I think maybe they'll make out again or uh, I don't know. I definitely her speed. I think they'll, but I just don't, I don't see a genuine connection come out yeah. of this. Cause I mean, Tori, we don't, they didn't really talk to each other about themselves. We don't know a lot mm-hmm. about Corey yet. Right. No. And honestly, everyone was, you know, so frustrated with Harry and Francesca, but Chloe has cost us a pretty penny as well with people who she doesn't even have mm-hmm. a connection with. So I'm like, girl, how many times, how many frogs are you going to kiss before you realize that this is not the way that you're supposed to do this? So I think, I don't know, I'm trying to, I really just hope that not only Lana sees through him, but also Chloe, because even though like Chloe has really grown on me, like I just, mm-hmm. I understand that she's just kind of like trying to figure it out and she doesn't really know the best way to go about it, but she's trying to listen to Lana while also listening to herself and like fall into old habits. And I just, I don't want that for her. like if that's if those are really his goals again that could just be his like terrible introduction if his goals are genuinely to just like fake a connection just so he can start breaking rules I don't think I just really hope that Chloe doesn't end up in that trap because or any Chloe, of them honestly Chloe has kissed mm-hmm. only Bryce though right she only broke mm-hmm. the rules once with Bryce yeah is that right and yep. she she was was she first with David am I remembering correctly the yep. first connection yes. was David right Jesse, mm-hmm. what do you think of her, where she's at now? You think Corey is right? Is this where we're going to end up? Guys, I literally like have a conspiracy theory that these Let's, people that yes. came on are doing exactly what we said. Like, I still Ooh. am like, are these guys messing with us? And we're not going to find out till the end that Ooh. they've been put here to challenge us. I like that. To like make so. people mess up. I mean, that's just what I'm thinking because I don't see there being a connection between those two, even though Chloe's really into it. I think Chloe just like sees a guy and then she's like, oh my gosh, like kind of like we were talking about David, like he, she doesn't have a connection with anybody right now. Mm-hmm. She tried with Bryce, like she didn't see the sparks or whatever. So now it's the next guy. And yeah. I literally like, I'm like, is he here to mess things up? So I don't know. I don't yeah. see it working out though. I like that. I mean, they're called grenades. That's a really, really loaded yeah. moniker. Right. And mm-hmm. just from the offset, they're not messing anything up. They're not blowing anything up. Right. Nobody's talking to Francesca or Harry. No one's talking to Rhonda and Sharon. So they're not really doing what we kind of originally thought. They're just new options for the people that don't have anybody. So (laughs) we will have to see. We're down to $52,000, almost halfway there. Let's keep going, guys. We can get this to zero. We can get this to zero. (laughs) Of course, we lost Haley. We lost Matt, which means Tori lost Haley on her fantasy draft. But you've locked Matt. Matt's definitely not going to cheat. So you and I both locked Ooh. Matt. So we have at least one winner so far. Good job, you guys. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> um, and of course, Kelsey. Oh, sorry, you had already lost uh, Chloe because of uh, making Chloe. out with Bryce. So nobody is going to probably want to switch out and take any of the new people. I'm guessing. Does Jess still have all three? Jessie, yeah, I had. I have David yep. Kells and Nick, Nicole. Nicole. Yeah. That's right. I should have picked Nicole from the beginning. That's I, know. I love her. her. I, love her. I think it was like 100%. I've got Matt, Nicole, yeah. and Kells. So oh, Kells right. is going to punch his way through a tree if somebody else spends any more <laughs> of his money. I don't know. I know. Guys, that's the end of episode six. We're almost there. Two more episodes. 
if you guys are watching and, and Jesse, real quick, if you want to give anybody a shout out in the chat, if you guys are watching, we're doing one more episode tonight. So we're all going to go off and watch episode seven and we're going to be doing the after show at 9 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. PST. And then, of course, like we said, the finale for us, episode eight, we're going to be doing the after show tomorrow, Monday, the 20th at 3 p.m. PST. So we love seeing you guys and all your comments. We appreciate you hanging out with us in the show. I'm going to say until an hour from now, Jesse, shout out some people in the chat and where can they find you? Yes, we got Amy Wee in the chat. Thanks so much. Prince Caleb and Merari XOXO. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us and nice chatting time. about this episode. We'll be back soon. So join us again for next episode in the live chat. I'm Jesse Zaner. You can find me all over social media at Athletic. Kelsey? And I am Kels Meyer too on all forms of social media too. <laughs> Definitely number one. Tori. You guys can find me on Instagram at Toxic Model or on Twitter at Tori with two E's. Guys, thank you once again. I'm Mike Feeling. You can follow me everywhere at Mike Feeling. We'll see you in one hour. Woo! What's yeah. going to happen? I'm excited. We'll see you soon. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.